All right, second episode of the year as the NFL season has wrapped up. And we know what's been going on with the Indianapolis Colts. We're going to get into that. Pacers continue to excite um, the three teams in the city of Indiana that I think will make the NCAA tournament, even though IU is drastically on their way down. Um, We'll dive into that as well. As always, big shout out to the Fans Place app. If you haven't downloaded it, please do so. It is pinned on my Twitter. Check it out. Download it. We have contests every week. Whether you're inside one of our our bar connections, um, whether you're watching a big game at home, we just had one on the college football championship game. We'll have some Pacer games coming up as well. Free to the user. You can win cash prizes and more. Uh, So check that out, the Fans Place app. Uh, You can download it in the iTunes store or Google Play store, whatever your phone desires. And uh, please check that out. And we're going to keep growing that bad boy. And we'll definitely have some IndyCar stuff coming up with that as well. So the Colts wrap up the season with a 32-31 loss against the Houston Texans. Um, We all know that side of it. Lovey Smith kind of goes for two there. They get it. Moves him out of the number one pick, which maybe could have opened it a little bit more up for the Colts as Houston probably wouldn't have traded that away, needing a quarterback, and certainly wasn't going to trade it away to somebody inside of the AFC South. Nonetheless, the Colts wrap up the fourth pick in the upcoming draft and then we have all the end-of-the-season press conferences that have came over the last two days. Jeff Saturday on Monday and uh, Chris Ballard on Tuesday. Uh, we know the Colts have requested to interview a couple different coaches from around the NFL, some coordinators mostly. You know, here's what I'm going to say, and I've said this all along, and I learned this, and I know it. Jim Ursay has this love for Jeff Saturday, which I totally understand. Was he given a fair shot with this with this shitty football team? No. Should he be the next head coach of this Indianapolis Colts team? I say no. Jim Harbaugh obviously has interest in the NFL. There was small rumblings and talk back when he came in for the Big Ten Championship game. As I reported, um, very secretively, there was conversations. Look, I don't think it's that hard to do. I'm not a Chris Ballard fan. He has He's on his third kind of leg here. Um, I don't know why Ursay is allowing this guy to be a part of. I'm not going to say head up because we know Jim Ursay has the bottom line when it comes to decision-making in that building. But you're allowing Chris Ballard, who has failed for the last, what, three or four years that he's been here, to make... The decisions, the two biggest decisions that this franchise will have over the next probably decade, if not more. And I don't understand how Jim Harbaugh is at number one on the list. Sorry, Jeff Saturday. Here's a consulting position. Here's an offensive line position. Here's some kind of um, front office position. But Jim Harbaugh should be the number one prospect. Should be the number one guy interviewed. Should be on the list. Go do your interviews to satisfy the Rooney rule. All that stuff, as I've talked about on Twitter. But Jim Harbaugh, that's it. That's it. And until Jim Harbaugh says no, he's the guy that you need to go after. He's the guy that brings the fan base back. That, holy crap, we sure know Jim Irsay is worries about that more than anything. And you don't think there's an influence on what these fans do? Did you see how fast Jeff Saturday ran down the field on Sunday to call a timeout 
when on fourth and one, he lined up to kick a field goal and he got booed? You think Jim Irsay sent 10 people to New York on New Year's for that game because the team was going to the playoffs? Hell no. And I like Jim Irsay, okay? I do like Jim Irsay. I think he's a great person for this community. He's a great owner. Is he a bit wild? Sure, absolutely. Um, and sometimes his ego does get in the way. Look, the expectations on his team every year. I've talked about this on my podcast for at least the last three years. you got to get over this bullshit of we're going to hoist a Lombardi trophy and we've got a Super Bowl-talented roster and these expectations, it, the expectations are as high as IU basketball fans every year. Sorry to rip you, IU basketball fans, but it's just the truth. Those expectations that are hard to live up to. Then you got to look at Chris Ballard and say, well, dude, you said that this offensive line was going to be good, and they were trash all year. You were confident in the wide receiver room, and you don't even have a number one on the team because I don't think Michael Pittman is a one, at least not right now. You got a quarterback in here, a recycled quarterback that couldn't get downfield. Nick Foles couldn't do crap. Sam Ellinger couldn't do crap either. Um, I, I will give Ballard, Ballard credit on this. During his press conference, he admitted that he failed. He admitted that he has to learn from it. And there's a lot of things that need to come. You know how you can get butts back in the seats, season ticket holders, renewing, and pretty much all this shit that you're in, because it's another shit storm. Look, it's a franchise that has lied about injuries, has lied about things, um, has brought in recycled quarterback after recycled quarterback the last couple of years, and have barely even made the playoffs. Ballard's record is not good. It, it is it is as plain as day to me. You you hired Jim Harbaugh. Sadly, Sadly's not going to get people excited. People love Jeff Sadly. He's great. But they want the fans, including myself, want Jim Harbaugh. And you take that fourth pick and you go get C.J. Stroud. You finally, the fans are going to be more accepting of a 4-12 and season next year with a rookie quarterback that's learning, that showed excitement, that showed flashes, that I think C.J. Stroud will, than it will be to go get some washed-up quarterback in like Derek Carr and you suck, you suck anyway. And if Jacoby Brissett is a guy you want to sign as a backup to back up C.J. Stroud, fine. Who cares? Get a, get a veteran backup in here. I get that. The only answer is to go get C.J. Stroud. I mean, you you, you could probably debate lo, um, love out of out of out of Alabama if you want, and you want to. I, I wouldn't really probably trade up the number one for him. You'd probably have to give up the farm. And I know you're going to say Ohio State quarterbacks. Eh, you know what? I, I don't even like Ohio State. I don't even care. I don't even like it. It's, I like Justin Fields in the NFL. There was a lot of flashes and a lot of excitement and a lot to build for the future with that football team. And even that football team made a move to at least get a wide receiver in here. Claypool, you, maybe you want to call him a tight end. That's fine. But it's C.J. Stroud and Jim Harbaugh. Anything less than that, you failed again this offseason to make your football team better. We saw last year in the moves that the Jaguars made, um, and the Titans made some moves too, that made them get better. The Colts didn't make any moves to get better. Matt Ryan, I was very skeptical on Matt Ryan. Easier to say now, I get that. Hindsight's twenty twenty. 
But it's Jim Harbaugh and C.J. Stroud, and that's it. There's there, there's no debate. Well, Tony, you've never been in a locker room. Tony, you've never scouted the NFL. Tony, how do you... I don't care. It is Jim Harbaugh and C.J. Stroud as option one as your head coach and option one as your next quarterback. And I don't think there's any debate about C.J. Stroud. Unless you want to... Unless you want to trade up for love with Alabama, I can take it or leave that. But until Harbaugh says, no, I'm not coming, that is, should be your number one pursuit and your number one goal to the next head football coach of the Indianapolis Colts. You say this, Jeff Saturday, here's some money. You can be a coordinator. You can be a consultant. You can have a, have a, have a role in player personnel department. Not a problem. But Jim Harbaugh is your number one and really only option until he says, you know what? I'm entertaining Denver, I'm entertaining Carolina, and I just I don't think I want to go back to the Indianapolis Colts for whatever reason. Who knows? I mean, we don't know, but but he has interest in the NFL. He knows that the Colts have interest in him. Ursay does have interest in him. And if it's about hurting Jeff Saturday's feelings, I think Jeff Saturday, who is a leader of men, and is a locker room guy and understands the business, will understand where you're coming from. Especially if you hand him a huge check or a nice um, position in the front office or as a coordinator. So, C.J. Stroud, Jim Harbaugh, not rocket science. Ballard, please don't mess it up. Please don't do that. Like, you've messed up a lot of other things for sure. Hey, if you're in the market for new flooring as we turn a calendar to a new year, new year, new flooring, check out... Harley at FlooringIsForever.com. Flooring is forever. 317-755-1246. Over 20 years of experience here locally in Indianapolis. They have a showroom on the near east side for a free estimate. 317-755-1246. Flooring is forever. Flooring is forever.com. Uh, support Harley. He is great. Uh, a good friend of mine. Does great work. He's had a lot of new floors for uh, a few of my friends. Um, multiple, actually. And... It's been great. Five-star rating. Check them out, 317-755-1246. A quick Super Bowl prediction. I think the Bills. I think it's going to be the Bills. And I love the Chiefs. I really do. I'm a big fan of the Chiefs. I love Patrick Mahomes. But I think it's just going to be hard to to beat the Bills this year. Um, With everything that's going on, obviously the DeMar Hamlin situation. Um, they've, they've gone through a lot of other adversity this year in the season. Um, I think the Chargers are going to beat the Jaguars and beat the Chiefs to go to the AFC Championship game. And the Chargers got to go all the way across the country to play the Bills um, in the AFC Championship game. So give me the Buffalo Bills to represent the AFC. The NFC is up for grabs. You know, Philadelphia coming in as the number one seed. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see if they're built for it. I mean, they've... They've shown signs of brilliance most of the season. They've also shown signs, you know, like beating the Colts by one, that, you know, they have some flaws. You know, feel we know that um, Jalen Hurts have been banged up a little bit. Um, you know, the Niners, the Niners are right there. You know, the 49ers are great defense. They're obviously riding high. They're super hot. And, you know, that defense travels. We saw that last year uh, going into Green Bay and picking up the victory in the uh, division round to move to the NFC Championship game. Really ended up losing to the Rams, as we know. Um, yeah, I, you know, the Vikings don't scare me. The Giants don't scare me. The Buccaneers don't scare me. And the Cowboys don't scare me. So 
I guess with that being said, uh, it's either the 49ers or the Eagles. So I'll go Eagles-Bills um, in your Super Bowl. We'll see that coming up here in a few weeks. Look, I've been praising them for a long time. You know, I told you at the beginning of the year, there was going to be ups and downs with this basketball team. And there's going to be nights where they look damn good and they look ready to make a step and move forward. And then there's going to be nights where they, you know, don't look the greatest. And, and, and hell, to be honest with you, this Pacers team, that's almost every night. Every night, it's like they get down and then they just, they're resilient and they, they battle back. And they don't, I went to both games over the weekend. They handled Damian Lillard on Friday night, uh, pulled away late in that fourth quarter. Same with Charlotte. They found themselves down in that third quarter by six or seven. Marched their asses all the way back. Um, man, they're fun. They're fun. I still think you got to trade Miles if he doesn't want to be here because you just don't want to get caught with your pants down in the offseason and you get nothing for him. Buddy healed. This dude is kind of, seems to be the gel, seems to be the, the glue guy that's keeping everybody together. Tyrese Halliburton, obviously a star, should be on the all-star team. Um, you know, Nimhard playing really well. O'Shea Brissett giving you good minutes off the bench. Um, Jalen Smith. I've always liked Jalen Smith. Isaiah Jackson. Um, he had a good night the other night at the rim. Obviously, he's been back and forth between Indy and Fort Wayne. Um, I know Cam Reddish is out there for maybe a couple second-round picks at this point. Uh, you got to ask what he does. Uh, can he be a guy that kind of can... Can be the anchor of your bench. I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate that. Um, I don't know if you give up Miles Turner for some kind of John Collins swap. I don't. I don't know about that. But we'll see. Um, they're fun to watch, man. The Pacers are so fun right now, which is great for the city of Indianapolis because it seems like whenever one team needs to pick me up because the, the team across the street is not doing very well, um, Pacers entertaining. Get down to Banker. Or, excuse me. Get down to Gamebridge Fieldhouse. Um, been a lot of fun. I've been to probably six or seven games this year. Just just a lot of fun. Um, I enjoy I, – I love the Pacers. Pacers are my second passion behind the Indy 500. Um, Kevin Pritchard, Chad Buchanan. They got um, – remember, remember remember Jim Boylan, the, the, the coach took over, I believe, and ended up with the Bulls, and that didn't go well. He's consulting for the Pacers now. I saw him at the game on Sunday. Um, it's a fun team, man. It's a fun team. Fun team to watch, fun team to cheer for, a young team. And a lot of these guys love playing together, man. They love playing together. Rick Carlisle is kind of, you know, he, he knows about the growing pains. It, it seems that he's he's letting these guys play through a lot of situations, which um, is, you know, your way to learn, is, is a way as a player to learn, is to play through situations and, you know, keep grinding forward and, and you look, I mean, look, they have 23 wins. I think Vegas had them at 23 and a half. So, um, you know, you go back to the Lawrence game, they get down big, but then they come back with a huge second and fourth quarter to win that one. Um, you know, Nimhard, Neesmith, man, you know, they're 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 giving you huge, valuable minutes. If you, Benedict Matherin, despite a bad game the other night, huge off the bench. What an incredible rookie. Just doing incredible things. You know, he's going to break a lot of rookie numbers, not only for the Pacers, but I think in the NBA. Um, I know it's him and like Paolo Panchero that are down to the wire for the rookie of the year. Um, and I don't know about Chris Duarte. Maybe he's a trade piece. He just hasn't seemed to get his footing. Um, no pun intended with the injuries. So loving what the Pacers are doing. Hey, I got three teams for the state of Indiana into the NCAA tournament. Purdue obviously is a number one seed. 
Uh, they lost to Rutgers last week, bounced back with an Ohio State victory. IU, man, that's a bad loss at, at home to Northwestern. Um, if it wasn't for that flurry late, you know, you'd look at the box score and see that they lost by at least seven or eight. It ended up being one. But um, man, you know, I just we got to we got to see with this IU team and Indiana State, man. Indiana State's playing some really good basketball. I actually watched their entire game on Saturday when they played UIC. Um, like a huge twenty-two to five run in the half. Um, they've got freshman that's doing really well. Um, they have a guy named Cavassier who plays well. Um, great point guard play, good shooting. Um, Cooper Nice seems like the guy's been there since two thousand twelve. Uh, he's playing well. He's the leader of that team, and, and they got something cooking in Indiana State. So watch out if you're a Missouri Valley Conference fan. All right, thanks for listening uh, at Tony D tw- at Tony D Indy on Twitter, at the Fans Place on Twitter, at Burnout Sports. Um, appreciate all the support and all the uh, things that I'm tied into. Take care.